Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Lions podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. And I'm Rebecca Bradell. Now, don't... Oh my god, I just... I, I know I didn't call it Son and Daughter of the Dragon. I don't care. So, I'm, I'm a misogynist and I should literally be drawn and quartered. And a restraining order should be put on me to keep 50 kilometers away from every female in existence. Um, no, I'm kind of cool with that. I just, I think we only did it when I was with Carl because we were actually talking about Misty and Colleen. No, as a male, I'm telling you that you should be offended. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I'll bear that in mind. Sorry. I've been reading too many Marvel comics. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do get offended by things, just not that one. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Send your hate mail to sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. It's a handy trick I picked up from Trentus Magnus, Punches Reality. Whenever he says something bad, he just tells them to send him hate mail. So, yeah. Um, Cool. So, this is our New York episode, New York Comic Con episode, which we recorded, but it got... We we did record uh, in New York at two in the morning with my poor friend asleep in the background. (laughs) Yeah, we went to a lot of effort, specifically Rebecca and... Ended up kind of being for nothing, because the recording messed up like half hour through. Absolute and then we couldn't do it again, because I was annoyingly flying back to the UK, which takes a while, and then had to go straight to Dublin for my cousin's wedding. So that's... Yeah. The delay for re-recording is all down to my travelling, but the mess is technological. It It is just a massive catastrophe. I cannot get any Skype recording software to work properly. They all mess up for different reasons. I mean, if it was the end times, if we saw the four horsemen, it wouldn't be far off. In fact, <laughs> that's how much I'm he sure cares about s- this podcast. I already see a falling star made of wormwood, so the end might be close indeed. Well, but before yeah. we get to the end times, <laughs> why don't we talk about the New York City Comic Con? And no, we're not outdated. We probably have information that you haven't heard before, so... Hopefully. Yeah. And if not, so it may... I guess we should say up front there should be a few minor spoilers. Yeah, minor but, spoiler um, warnings. Um, I'm we'll guessing be that most people who listen to the podcast have some knowledge of Iron Fist. If not, we're probably going to talk somewhat about his origin, some of the facts about his origin. Um, but yeah. really, the clips they showed us at New York Comic Con, um, I wouldn't have thought that they were spoiling people massively. Like, you know, I think... I, then they I think the Harold... Bad. I think the Harold Meacham one is pretty spoilerific. So, yeah. I reckon we cover the... for that. Yeah, I, I reckon we cover those at the end. Yeah, okay. Now, we'll do that, that way we can give end. people a... Yeah, cool. So, how was it? It was great. It was really great. It was, um... I mean, I only went to New York Comic Con this year because I kind of gambled that they'd have an Iron Fist panel. Um, based on what they'd done in previous years. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to go this year. I'm free. I'm, you know, I've got the money. I can do it if I get tickets. So I booked the flight, then had to go through the will I get tickets, then got the tickets, then started, then had to wait to see if they were going to announce the Iron Fist panel. Um, and once they did, then it became 
full-on stress about whether I was going to get to it or not because my lovely friend, yeah. there was a limit to how early I was going to get him up um, because he, you know, he was he was he sorted out hotels for me and stuff like that. So it was like, um, but it all worked out. It was great. Um, it was very different from San Diego Comic Con, which is the only huge one I've been to before. Um, but I love New York, and so that was all nice. And the Thursday we saw the Iron Fist booth, which is the one where you could like focus your chi and do the um, Iron Fist move. And I did it. Yes, tell they, us about that. Well, on the Thursday it's really quite empty, so we did all our we saw all the comics artists then as well. Then we did the exhibit hall because you could actually move around it, and we were. <laughs> we were going around the Marvel booth bit by bit, looking for things to pick up. They freaked me out by trying to make me sign up for a credit card, and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't, I'm from Europe. And um, they were like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and I was like, I'm not. And then we saw the yeah. beard thing, where you could like spin a thing to have your beard cut in, a certain st- in whatever Marvel style you wanted. Then they had a little uh, contest of champions, yeah, contest of champions thing, which they were like demanding you show them your roster in the game, and I was like, can't be bothered. So then we were kind of escaping all of that, and we came round the corner, and it just said Iron Fist on this wall. And I was like, wait, what is this? And there was like th- five people queuing up for something, so we were like, right, get in the queue. We're gonna whatever it is says Iron Fist, we're gonna do it. And it became apparent it was this little. Iron Fist Experience, they were calling it. And you could just hear lots of um, faintly stereotypical Eastern uh, meditation music playing in the background. Um, So what it was, was it was obviously like a green screen room with different backgrounds, like one fiery one, one kind of chill zen room one, and possibly others, where they put this little um, blood rate monitor on your finger, um, and it sort of showed you what your uh, heart rate was. And it was all like, oh, focus your chi and this, that, and the other. And then at some point, it was like, and now do unleash your chi, and you could do whatever move you wanted. And they'd take this photo from a few different angles and then email it to you. And I was like, I hate having my photo taken. Like, honestly, <laughs> this is the kind of thing I would avoid, like the plague normally. But I was like, Iron Fist, I'm going to do it. It's yeah. kind of crazy. No one will see me. My friend helpfully told me that it was probably a good job they hadn't emailed me the picture, but they didn't email <laughs> me the picture. But I did it, so I, I felt good. Yeah. And um, and then we just so that was kind of cool because I didn't even know that was going to be there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we have a. I'm sure we have pictures of the chi room up on our page anyway. Yeah, we do because there's one um, of Finn doing it. Um, both while he was focusing his chi and when he was actually doing an iron fist kick. Um, yeah. So that was pretty cool. But there were some people doing some really good either kicks or punches or so it was quite fun. Um, yeah. And uh they're the the people manning that booth had the Iron Fist T shirt, so when I was saying I was saying to Carl the other day because he was saying there was a T shirt there, I think that's where the T shirts were from. But I don't think they had like tons to hand out. I don't know. I didn't see T shirts being handed out anywhere except maybe I think they handed out five before the panel, but I'm not sure they were Iron Fist t-shirts. They didn't really say. Yeah. Um, So that's what we did on Thursday while trying to plan. And then then we didn't really do much till Saturday that was Iron Fist related anyway. Um, And it was a crazy day for me because I'd also promised a friend I'd go see the Ninjak panel. Um, (laughs) Which was very bad timing, (laughs) but... It was kind of fun. It was like my kung fu day. 
And um, so we got up at four, went to the convention. No, we didn't get up at four. I'm lying. The plan, see, I've tried to make this sound not as bad as it is. Our plan was to get there for four. Because uh, friends in previous years had said they went there at five-ish. And I was like, well, these, you know, the Marvel things are getting kind of bigger and bigger each year. And it's literally a week since Luke Cage was released, which yeah. everyone loved. Um, or everyone I spoke to loved. Um, I should allow for some people not. And um, huh. <laughs> I have a few mixed feelings about bits of Luke Cage, but overall I, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I yeah. didn't love it, but I really liked it. So I liked it, but I thought the second half was not as good as the first half. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I, I think it had... Uh, so, I unfortunately, I think it kind of couldn't... It's not that it couldn't sustain itself. I didn't like some of the changes that happened sort of from 8 to 13. But I still enjoyed it. I just didn't... I like. It's like I loved 1 to 7, and I kind of liked 8 onwards. So it was, yeah. a, it was very much a two halves for me. Uh, although I think I've, it's got me I've, slightly yeah. prepared for changes we might get in Iron Fist. Like yeah, I feel like I'm more steeled yeah. towards what's going to happen, and, and I'm cool with it, I, mostly. <laughs> so, speaking of Iron Fist, obviously, yeah. uh, before we get right into the con, we'll just cover any recent news yes. that has happened since the con, and not much. Um, the Iron Fist race thing has kind of popped up again. Uh, uh, yeah, but, but that was always going to happen. We've done an episode on that. Uh, that's our 22nd episode. If you really want to listen to it, listen to it. Uh, you know, we only did that episode because people asked us to and we were not happy about it. But whatever. Um, but, uh, either way, the reason I mentioned this is because Finn Jones has come out and said, just wait and watch the show. So. Yeah. yeah, and um, good Jeff idea. Loeb, yeah, Jeff Loeb came out and said that it was very much going to be about the one percent, or the one percent of the one percent. I think it's the only other article of any great substance I've seen afterwards. But they've mostly been interviews with the cast that they did at New York Comic Con, and the stories are being written from what they said now. Um, yeah, I don't think we've had any more. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I think. Only people who haven't like really read the comic need reassurance about, but whatever. Anyway, we we covered all that in that old episode, so let's not dwell on that. Um, yeah, so back to the con and more fun things. Yeah, so my friend woke up. At, I work. I, I'm always up early. I work at two in the morning, so whatever my body clock is, I have a messed up. So I was up at two and um, messing around, emailing home, and my friend woke up at like. 2.30 and he kind of rolled over and said do you want to go now and I was like yes I do <laughs> like, mm. I'm not going to lie I want to go now so we went down to the convention centre sat there for however many hours till they open it they open it around 7 8, eight. I think they open okay. it um, and a lot of the people in the queue are waiting for the sort of exclusive toys and stuff like that yeah. so you have no real way of knowing but we knew we were in the first... This is going to sound bad to say we were in the first 100. We were actually in the first, say, 30, but a lot of people were queuing for lots of other people. Yeah. So by the time we were in, went in, we were about in the first 100. Then you all get like sent into this massive queuing room, and it, that's where the queues kind of split. So we went down for the Iron Fist queue, and I guess we were, we were pretty early on in that, obviously. We were like probably th- 20, 30 people in. And what they did this year that they haven't done in previous years, um, 
all the badges were RFID. So instead of, I think previous years they've made you wait and give out wristbands. This year, as soon as the queue looked like it was getting not full for the room, but full for the queuing area, they just uh, scanned your RFID card, and that's what got you in. Um, and then, you know, later on, obviously, when you went in, you scanned it and it checked. So, so we scanned that and then went to stand in the queue for the rest of the convention. Um, so, and by 9.15, the Iron Fist panel was full. So, uh, but, so before we get into the panel, which should, uh, which is like the main thing, uh, was there anything else of note there? Um, well, there were, there were the posters, um, which have been sort of pretty much broadcast everywhere, the Joe Casada posters. See, I'm not doing yeah. the Carl thing either. Um, <laughs> there were the, yeah. the comics, which is a reprint of Marvel Premiere 15 with Finn on the front. Um, yeah. There were temporary tattoos, which I didn't get. And then comics and t-shirts. Um, that was the only thing I really saw that was Iron Fisty. Yeah. Yeah. And the car, I was, it is interesting that the comic, uh, was only 15, but I guess, you know, they don't want to spend money on doing like two issues I in there. So I think they probably did it quite quickly because, and yeah. I mean, like all the other, I mean, cause last year they'd have the Jessica Jones, was it the Jessica Jones one they had last year? Cause it was, yeah, cause it was before Jessica Jones, right? Am I right here? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was, I wish ever, but. Uh, one of the yeah, I think last year they had the Jessica Jones, but it was the 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 one that connected between Daredevil and Jessica Jones, so it kind of made sense. And you're also um, but they're like they're like five months out for Iron Fist. They're not going to have written a prelude comic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. That ex- that might explain some of the changes we're going to see. So there's no point. I don't think they did a they didn't do a prelude comic for Luke Cage either. I guess the implication. Well, obviously Jessica Jones is. Has less content to pull from. Yes, and a lot less. They were uh, giving us quite a different Jessica from Alias as well. So, um, yeah. Whereas Luke and Danny, you can go read their origin stories. They're out there. They're on Marvel Unlimited. They've just been on Comicsology sales. It's not that hard to find. But I guess they wanted to do something, and the easiest thing to do was just chuck a cover on. Well, that being said, actually. Yeah, so before we get into the Iron Fist panel, let's talk about Luke Cage a bit, the show. This Luke Cage, he's very modern Luke Cage, but I didn't find him to be that much like his uh, 70s character. Well, what did you think? I think... He's I a lot think... more passive in the show. Well, I, I went to this panel with Mike Coulter a week before the show, and he said they did a lot of thinking about that, um, and uh, and they sort of decided he was going to smack people rather than punch people because of the, the sheer strength. So I think I was kind of expecting that, but um, I think I don't know. Maybe it's because in the show he was an ex-cop rather than an ex-kind of street gang guy. Um, yeah. You know, I think which I think was probably the biggest change to me. Actually, I even I actually forgot about the ex-cop thing because it only really came up once. Yeah, but I think it kind of it I get the sense that if you grow if you grow up in a gang versus if you grow up and become a policeman. Yeah. A you can sort of both. You can. I mean, no, you can. But, uh, oh, and you FYI, could, and it, spoiler and warning, have. bullet cage. 
well, this is a very minor spoil. I mean, like the fact that we're saying he's an ex-cop, I think, is pretty. Oh well, minor. I'll probably go into it a bit more actually if we're talking about Luke Cage. It's been out yeah. for a while now, so. But um. The spoil. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I don't think I mind this of because I think in some of the Avengers comics, I guess he's a bit more, um, like he was in this. But um, I, I didn't find his characterization particularly problematic. Like to me, I just like there were just little things, and I was just like, and and some of the Diamondback storyline, I was like, not really sure. I don't know. I, I just think I really like some of Luke's family stuff. And when they changed that, I was like, I'm not sure. I guess I got most of. I guess I got a little bit upset for Raphael Scott because I kind of loved him. I yeah I. And I didn't I guess... love him in the TV show. I mean, he was a complete little git, but I adored him in the show. So um, that's that's. But but it's very different from the rough scarf of uh, Iron Fist. Yeah, uh, I. I don't hate Raphael Scarf. I don't have great like Raphael Scarf. Just, he's always this goofy idiot for me in the comics. But I love Whether him it's he makes Danny T, and he he says and he comes in and just talks about how lovely Misty is, which is probably why you don't like. Huh. Him. And no, um, he's, <laughs> it's just him and his stupid mustache, and he just always looks like he's missing a few brain cells. He's not in but it, that's just, but he just I like him hanging out with Blake Tower and going, "Come on, Danny, you need to come and help with this." Yeah, no, I, I don't hate him. Um, I I liked him in the show. That backstory with this kid was uh, grueling. <laughs> it yeah. was like really messed up, and I kind of wish they went a bit further with him than they did in the show, but they didn't. So whatever, uh, it's it is how it is. I guess I but felt yeah, a I, bit like um, Jessica Jones got Hogarth, <laughs> Luke Cage got Scarf, and I was like going, I was just sitting here going, but they're, they're Iron Fist characters. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, when you think about Daredevil, it's like Jessica Jones got Nuke and Purple Man. I know. It's like she's just stealing everyone's villains and but she's getting fair, a season two, really? She, she's not got a lot of con. I mean, there's not a lot of Jessica Jones content. So, to be and fair, the, yeah. th- I don't mind the Hogarth thing and it worked out quite well. The content there is Jessica Jones does have interactions with Purple Man. So, yes. interactions is one word for it, but. <laughs> Well, yeah. it's a very it's a very significant baddie for her, even though there's not even though it's only the last bit of Alias. I mean, from what I read, it's really only her significant her only significant baddie. It is because like I read Alias and the private, Pulse. Yeah, because most of the time she's just being a private investigator. Yeah, and I kind of wish the show did that more. Since season two is now inevitable, I want the show to more just do her doing all that weird private investigator stuff. Yeah, I don't I really want does. an overarching villain because I don't think that as I, as I said, I've always my opinion about Jessica Jones. I think the show is, I really don't like it after episode eight. See, I just do, do not, like do not like it. It ruined nearly the rest of the show for me. So yeah, I'm hoping that they take a different thing with season two. I don't know. I still don't think there should be a season two because there's just so many other characters with a lot more content. Possibly, but, but it's you know we don't know the deals. Like we d- we don't know the, the nature of the deals, and it was incredibly popular. I, mean, I loved it. I I really loved it. So, um, you know, it's something very different for them as well. Because the one yeah. thing you can say is, I mean, you know. A lot of superhero stuff does get a bit samey, but she is quite different. Yeah. 
Um, well, it's about Luke. That's uh, I guess I don't know much to add. I uh, I was a bit similar to you. I think the sh- I enjoyed the show less after episode eight, but not. I think I think generally it was better paced than all the other. Yeah, Marvel I, think shows pa- besides. I think the pacing was good. I just didn't really have a lot of time for Diamondback. Besides Daredevil season two, I think that one starts the best pacing. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I know what Tom Diamondback wasn't as good, but I I thought he was fine. He could have definitely been a lot better, but you know, just. Yeah, he could have been a lot better. He he turned into like a freaking movie Marvel villain. So a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I mean, but it wasn't so much that. I think it's because they'd showed us better. Like I think I I don't know. And also, uh, like, I got very confused about some of the some of his um, motivation because I'm just like, but but I'm like I should not the, have read the comics. Basically, the yeah. flashbacks, the flashbacks at the start of the last episode with him should have been. Content like that should have been more prevalent throughout the Diamondback arc of the show, yeah. but it wasn't. It only just came in the end. So I, I think it could have been better. I don't think it's just because the things previous are better. I think they could have made it better quite easily by adding more substance to that stuff. But instead, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Um, now, before you start, I like Missy in the show. She's fine. Good. But I think they gave her too much screen time. Not because it's Misty, but because these shows got to stop focusing on the side characters so much, especially Karen Page. Now, that I have a problem with because it, the show's called Dead Devil, the show's called Luke Cage, and if you cut out some of the more unnecessary misty scenes that don't have much to do with the overarching plot or Luke getting shot like a million times, you could put in more flashbacks with Diamondback or more establish more relationship between him and Luke. You know? Possibly. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm not very good at judging things like that when I'm watching them. I, I liked watching her. Um, um, but it, yeah, but at least I think at least their investigations kind of tied in with what Luke was doing this time, which they have in all of them. With Karen Page in Dead season one, instead of that, instead of Matt Murdock being with Ben Urich, it was Karen Page with Ben Urich, which is already much less interesting. And of course, she gets Ben killed. Yeah, which, which is, is we're like never gonna forgive. a we'll never cardinal forgive. sin. And That's still my biggest shock in the Marvel Netflix. Her subplot, like, okay, it had a bit to do with the main plot, but then Daredevil Season 2, her subplot was just serving as a bit of a Punisher spin-off. And she has so much screen time, not kidding, she probably has the most screen time besides uh, Matt Murdock himself. And it's like, it's not called... Dead Evelyn Karen Page. I just well, I think in season two, the speed at which she becomes an established uh, reporter with a massive corner office. Well, that was mocked. Yeah, by that, em- that was actually mocked by Empire, who I think did a better job of that since they are journalists. Um, like yeah. it doesn't work this way. They don't just walk in and say have a job. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I um, did quite like her in the show. But I, I think you're right. It's Possibly too much, and maybe I like having someone to mock a little bit. Are you talking about Misty or Karen? Karen, don't I don't mock Misty. See, I don't like Karen in the show. Uh, she's a less interesting version than actually, I think every incarnation of Karen in the comics, even early sixties, fully in love with Matt Karen because she was crazy. Yeah, she was completely insane, and it was kind of funny to like 
watch her be this idiotic doughy eyes. I think they're just trying to hold it back a bit and like have her story go over several series if they get them. But I, just, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's her acting or I don't know if it's she's just really. I think everyone else in the show is better. She just turns like I really liked Electra. Electra was great. Yeah, I, I thought. Her. You know, she wasn't completely accurate to the comics, but I thought she was great. But Karen is always just acting the exact same. I don't know what it is. I just don't find her character... In um, in Punisher. See, I'm dreading that because I was looking forward to Punisher. Now I just... I'm going to be honest, I'm not really looking forward to it that much because she is in every episode. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, I just thought she was going to be in it. I didn't really pay attention Since to how much. Every episode, Karen Page is going to be in it. And she, her scenes are just boring. They always cut from better scenes to her. And she's... I don't want to say she's too goody two-shoes, because she can have goody two-shoes. Well, also, they've clearly tried to give her some kind of dot. We're just not... we just not... We don't know anything about it. Like, like we know when she shot what's his name Wesley that she said it's you know it's not the first time I've done this kind of thing, or like handled a gun. Yeah, but or that that but, was like. But they've not really explained it, and if they had, we might not think she was as goody too. Well, that's the thing. It's like, oh well, I mean, you can tell us and hint at that stuff, but you don't actually show us anything, yeah. so it's not really changing we how nothing, I feel. Yeah, we have nothing that. To show us that she has a darker background. You're right. And that being said, like, well, I don't like Karen. I'm fine with her in the show. I just don't think she'd be in the show as much as she is. And the fact that she's an author, I feel like she, it's literally the Daredevil and Karen show. She has that much I don't screen think time. She was in it that really much annoying. in the second series, but hey, maybe. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, she wasn't in it as much, but because no, you had Electra and Punisher were taking up far more of the screen time. Because like no one I've talked to. Well, maybe besides you, like, likes Karen in the Daredevil show. I like, like none of them enough. like her. I mean, it's not like I just I don't want to see more of her. Yeah. You know, like, well, I guess that yeah, that's probably a better way of putting it. And is she really popular with people or something? Because they keep because now she's in Punisher. Like, really in Punisher? Come on. I guess people like their interactions in Daredevil too. But again, it doesn't make me want to... I don't see... Is it just people doing their stupid shipping thing, though? No, I don't know. I don't think so, because I don't... Well, I I don't really hang out in shipping communities. But, like, um, I don't think so, because people tend to be far more... I don't know. I I think... I just... The problem is, like, I didn't mind their interactions in Daredevil Season 2, but I don't want to see 13 episodes of the same. Of her saying, come on, Frank, you can be a better person. Or, and I feel like even that dragged on a bit too much in or season even, two. It's or even like, the flip, if he showed her how to become a vengeful, you know, shooter, I'm not sure I want to see that either. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, it would kind of be all right for a few episodes, or like if she was just in as a sort of grounding thing. But I, 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 I just can't imagine what role she'll play in Punisher other than some sort of quite tropey. Yeah, um, and person to be saved. I guess you could get kidnapped. That's a pretty standard superhero thing. Um, but there's like there's plenty of. It's not like the Punisher doesn't have a cast of characters. That that being said, it's a rotating cast of characters. Look, and I but he does what, have I can some. See why they might want to bring in popular ones from other series to boost it. 
Um, but... They should stop with that, though. It doesn't need a boost, because the Punisher was already really well-received. Well, like, like, you know, I, like need... I like them having Claire in every in every series, but she doesn't have to try and like kiss people. Or they yeah, don't have to uh, try and kiss her, because she is gorgeous. She was in it a bit too much, in Luke Cage a bit too much for me. Well, she's in it so much that I hope she kind of stays there. Like, I feel like if she's in any but other show now, it will cage, feel forced. Yeah. Well, because well, she she's become a cage, more a cage character. Well, character more than anyone else, yeah. Well, she is a cage character, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. But she's, well, yeah, yeah, no, she is a cage character. Why am I even yeah. saying that? He was, yeah, he was, yeah. Um, she is a cage character. So, she, yeah, I don't mind her saying that. I thought she was good with, with Luke. Um, but, uh, I just hope that Danny doesn't want to, Danny doesn't fancy her either. I think we can have yeah, a break from that. I, We've already yeah, got enough weirdness I, with Misty and, Luke and Danny now. Yes, speaking of, uh, yeah, let's hope, I hope like you that there is no romance in the first season of Iron Fist, because romance has no place in the first story of Iron Fist, the revenge story, as you call it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of split between it, because like, yeah, we've talked about this before, which is why Connor's like, he knows my feelings about this, but um, it is... For me, I think that the way they're gonna mark it out is the revenge story. It's the it's the the origin that we've not had really yet, uh, properly, and it's it's cool. It's it's what makes him Danny, um, and yeah, I. It's not I, really full of many tropes, you know, like, like many well, tropes like I, romance and stuff. Well, well, I can imagine him coming from this like obscure place in Kunlun and suddenly being thrust into New York and it all be very exciting and him seeing girls or boys that he that he finds beautiful because who knows where Marvel's going but you know like I, so I'm gonna be like but I, and I could see that happening and, and him but I do I see him wanting or being able to date someone no and and I well, don't I don't yeah. need that and and um, that's the thing the I think show is a, really but I think it would it would be a nice demarcation from the other ones because you know, like Matt's a bit of a player. He is in the comics. He's slept with everyone. Um, Just a bit. Yeah. So it's kind of you have no problem with watching that. Luke's a bit of a player as well, to be fair. Um, so. Well, that's why I don't have a problem with it in their shows because yeah, that's already. And, and that's what, what I mean. Um, Jessica is a very sexual person, and I call her a player as much. Tends not to date as much, but she sleeps with a lot of people. But she takes yeah. a bit in, like Ellie. So, but that's the the feeling you get is that she's like at least you know up for it. But Danny. And it's not just because I'm seeing him as this delicate, innocent little flower. I just think it would be a nice change to have one that doesn't. Well, and the whole thing. The obvious romance, you know. The whole thing that they're going for is. The thing in philosophy is like once you go Eastern, you can't really fully come back into the West. Like it's just. The society is so different, and once you get in that Eastern mindset, it's crazy. Obviously, I don't know from personal experience, but this is what I've heard. And they're really trying to, they, when I've heard they're really trying to do that sort of thing in Iron Fist, like this, you know, he's, he went to, like, he studied under, like, this heavy Eastern philosophies and stuff, now he's come back to a very materialistic Western world. And yeah, like, I want I'm, I, I want there is, I don't want to get no room for romance. Yeah, I, I mean, cause that's that. completely right. I just think that on a totally sort of, I want it to, I want it to stand out. I guess I want him to. St- I want it to stand out as something a bit different, where we're so used to, like almost the minute you see your hero cast in your main female lead, you know they're going to be 
flirting at least, if nothing more. Um, and it would be kind of interesting to see a show where that didn't happen. They could just be friends. Yeah, and I don't. If he's in that situation, he's coming back from the Eastern Society. Agreed, I don't yeah. think he's in a position to date. Like he's not going to be thinking about that at all, and he's not going to have this all primal impulse or something. No, he's going to be busy it's be dealing very with. Low down his agenda. He's going to be dealing with, for one, you know, dealing with this change in society, and two, dealing with this whole Harold Meacham situation, which I'm having a wild guess is going to be somewhat similar to the comics. Yeah. So, you know, there's so. just no room for romance. Not even one-night stands in that. No, you know? no. Yeah. That's the difference is he's not come from a place where he was having one-night stands or dating, as, as far as we know. So that's not something you necessarily change overnight just because there's opportunity. I mean, he'll do it eventually, but yeah, I just I am afraid that Marvel are going to go that route. I'm afraid they're going to put him with Colleen, which is like... I'm a little bit fearful. But then, you know what, in the first Avenger, the most we ever got was like Kiss, so... They can... They were, all, they they were no romance, them. though. They were in a heavy romance in that whole they movie. Were, they were, yeah, but I could see him being a bit like that with a girl, but like not... Acting. Not Colleen. No, not Colleen. See, I'm not. I'm not one of those people he, who ships or anything. I usually don't really care about the whole romance thing. But this, for me, I this is see, like. I could see Joy playing him. Joy is a possibility, I guess. I'd not, prefer not, Joy to. I would prefer Colleen. Joy to Colleen. I think. I think anyone who's read the comics would probably prefer Joy to Colleen, just because like Colleen, that that's what marks them out is that they never dated. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, in fact, it was never even broached. Yeah. They never flirted. That was the no. thing. They never, no. they never got together. So it was I never even that, a thing. So, I, so if you're wondering and you haven't read the comics, the reason everyone is very resistant to the Danny Colleen thing is it's like they're absolute best friends. Like, and it, the thing is, like he, she was the first female in the Iron Fist comics, like yeah. the first female character, and they didn't hook up. And this was in the seventies, people, seventies yeah. Marvel, and it did not turn into a romance. You know how crazy that is. It's it is crazy. crazy. In fact... Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, so there's all so, on Iron Fist. Before we go into the panel... Yeah. Is there anything else to talk about the show-wise? How... What do you think's going to happen after the Defenders series? Do you think we're going to get a Heroes for Hire show? Do you think we're just going to get season two of everything, or...? Well, we know we're getting season two of Jessica, season three of Daredevil, season one of Punisher... Um, then I very much would like Heroes for Hire. Yeah. I don't know if I need to see a second season of Luke, and I I I, I would I watch multiple series of Danny, but they're they're good together. If they've got the chemistry when the actors get together, then go for it. I like the I like Misty and Colleen together. Um, Claire's cool. Have at it. I don't know. I mean, we all all we know is that the original Marvel contract was for the four individual Defenders series, the Defenders yeah. as a joint series, and that was it. So they've added all the yeah. season twos. They've added Punisher. I mean, obviously, I would love to see Moon Knight, but that's on a separate level. Um, but Danny and Luke, I I'd like to see them. T- yeah, I'd see them together. I'd obviously. Like you, I'd obviously watch multiple seasons of Iron Fist, and I would really like a second season just so we can get a season about Orson Randall oh, and stuff like that. that. Yeah. 
because I think that particular sort of stuff wouldn't really f- would be weird to fit in a Heroes for Hire show. That I I would love a Luke Cage and Iron Fist show. Don't get me wrong, yeah. like just down the line, I want another another Iron Fist season to be nice. But you know, beggars can't be choosers. Iron Fist is getting a TV show. Yeah, Who I think I ever like, thought this would happen. I think at this point, it's now kind of not. It's totally out of fan hands. I mean, it's always been out of fan hands. But I think, like, however much the shows are loved, it's now gonna. It now comes down to money with Marvel, Netflix, and what's actually feasible them for them to film right in a year. Yeah. Because like, I think they've proven that people will watch whatever they put out and will pretty much love it because they've done a good job. You know, good solid job, but we don't know what Netflix makes from the shows. We don't know how much it costs them. Um, so you know, the rest like we, I don't know. I I find I don't want to get too my hopes up too much because what it's not like a, it's not like the cinema where we know how much it costs, we know how much money it made. We don't know how Netflix yeah. judges those things, uh, yeah, or where, where Marvel says we want to take it back in house because we want more of that. Yeah, and like people who are worried about that, or people who, you know, I'm guilty of this. People who complain about stuff like, you know, oh, certain plot elements, stuff like that. Right. So yeah, um, the fact that like getting an Iron Fist show, guys, like me and everyone else, should stop worrying so much because we're getting an Iron Fist show, a C lister. It's what I keep crazy. reminding myself every time um, people ask how I'm going to react about changes, and I'm like, Do you know what? It's Iron Fist on TV. Like I, I don't know what else I can say. Other people are going to start loving Iron Fist. This is it's kind so, of good in a way. So yeah, like don't don't take it for granted either, because unlike you know you want to complain about Superman or Batman TV shows, whatever they they've obviously stood the test of time. But just with Iron Fist, Daredevil and stuff, just enjoy them getting the spotlight while you can. We don't know if it's going to be forever, so. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we get we. We've got to try and be slightly positive about these things. I think. Oh no, no, but that that's not my point. No, that's, like, that's exactly don't. what I mean. Is like you know, like you know, hey, you know, I I will grumble about stuff. I'm sure. As I'm I, I'm not coming. I don't want to come across as some kind of Pollyanna about this. But occasionally, you know, like I know there's going to be yeah. challenges of things that that I know about the comics that are going to turn out different, or suddenly all your friends will be like, oh, you know, what did you think about this? Um. And you'd be kind of put yeah. on the spotlight, but but I'm kind of excited that I was sitting in a room of I think they said three no how many people fit in the panel room or whatever, and people were on their feet standing and clapping for Iron Fist, and you're like, this is great. Even if you've never heard of him, you're excited because you know that you love the other stuff they've put out. And we talked about this last time. We'll talk about it again. So because I watched the panel on YouTube and so many people were cheering so loudly and I asked you, is Iron Fist that popular or is it just the Netflix shows? And we did talk about it before, but I guess we may have to talk about it again for the yeah, benefit. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think the Netflix shows have... I think it's Marvel have done great with the with the actual films. I think the Netflix shows have, have proven that not all superheroes are how we see them in films, so they can do good baddies that they can have development, that they can be flawed, like Jessica, um, that they can be, you know, proper heroes like Daredevil. And yeah. also the panel came out, like I said, a week before Luke Cage had um, released, which was 
very very popular in America. In a week after. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, it was literally like a week after. So people had just watched Luke Cage, so they're still kind of buzzing about it. Yeah. Because um, um, and you know, and obviously that's in there with with Iron Fist fans. Um, yeah. But my personal experience is. There's not a huge number of Iron Fist fans. Um, Like, people who've read him like him. I actually have a really good friend who I found out last year is a massive Power Man and Iron Fist fan. But he stopped reading all Marvel after Civil War 1. And and won't have anything to do with Marvel since. Um, Can I just take a moment? (laughs) I salute you, sir. (laughs) If more people were like you, maybe Marvel would be in a different position right now a better position in comics anyway from but his is a very ideological standpoint of he doesn't want to see heroes fighting one another like that like he wants he wants heroes to be heroic so and i was like cool i get your point but i still had no idea you love power man and iron fist so that's kind of cool oh i i just assumed it's because he thought it was trash which it well i I think he did as well but he also oh frontline's so good um (laughs) <laughs> another, let's, another quick moment to mourn Ben Eric in the uh, TV shows, because um, oh. Frontline is is stellar, and also I love Speedball. So, who's mm. my other? Oh God, now my cat's licking my arm. Um, yes, so the panel slightly off topic. <laughs> I, I can't help it; it's very distracting. <laughs> it's fun. Um, but uh, and also, if you do hear any cries, pitiful cries, she does sometimes make noise but the other one doesn't so um yeah. but yeah so the panel was great i mean they do this crazy thing where like the people enter these competitions while they're there and they get to go into the panel first so we were never going to be like and also i had to go to this ninja panel so i knew i wasn't going to be right at the front for iron fist which was cool i was like, i just want to be in the room and be able to see any screens they have so we weren't yeah. that we weren't that actually that far back though because obviously because of my mania we were there as early as we could get there and we were like in we were like right on the aisle though so we could see down the middle and see both the screens um yeah as introduced by jeff Loeb, um who was kind of very funny about taking ages to talk about the tv series and how great they were and, and everyone's like just bring out the car um, you'll have to remind me about the order of these things now, because I'll bound to forget. Then he brought out the cast. <laughs> did he bring out the yeah. cast first? Yeah, he brought out the cast first. He did everything else afterwards. So we got to see, who did we have? We had Joy and Ward Meacham, which is David Palfrey and Jessica something. Yeah, Jessica I can't, Jessica, I can't remember last name. Um, then David Wenham, or Harold Meacham, who we love. Uh, Claire. Claire Temple, Rosaria Dawson. I will get that one right. Jessica Hennick. I'll do the the Brits. I'll get their their names right. Jessica Hennick, who's our Colleen, and uh, Finn Jones, who's Iron Fist, and Scott Buck, who's the showrunner. So um, introduced them all. They talked about their characters. Not very much. It was kind of usual kind of panel stuff. Um, yeah. Who are you? Where'd you come from? And then they started showing clips. Um, of, so we had the trailer, but that kind of came in the middle. Um, and they started off with these short clips, and it was really cute. Well, none of the cast had seen them yet, so they all had to like jump up off their seats to watch them with the audience every time. Before we, before we talk about the clips, uh, yeah. let's do the. Obviously, trailer. David David Wenham was there as yeah. well. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. 
I said I, yeah, David no, I just, Wenham. I just want to point out, it's David Wenham, guys. Be excited, because right. yeah. <laughs> he is a gentleman and a scholar, so we should be I'm, I'm privileged. Actually, I actually am a big fan of David Wenham, but not like Connor is. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't come yeah. close. So, um, but he is great. I, I think after Iron Fist, I might like him even more, although I might be a little bit scared of him. But uh, I don't know, do you want to do the trailer first, since that's the one that's definitely not going to have any spoilers in, because people have either seen it or they haven't. That's all we have left, right, is the trailer and then the clips and then we're yeah, done. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do the trailer. So we've all seen the trailer. Yes. Yes, we've all seen the trailer. And it got, oh my God, it got massive cheers. Um, we get, so what do we see in the trailer? We see the hallway, we see the start of a hallway fight, which is cool because that has become the Netflix uh, thing. Each of them gets a little hallway fight. We get Did Jessica Jones get one? Jessica Jones pretty much lived in a corridor, so many of her fights. But yeah, she also fought Luke in a corridor, I think. So oh, okay. They all got corridor fights. And, and it's funny, because you know that they're all trying to one-up one another in them. I mean, Daredevils are definitely the best. Definitely. Oh, yeah, so, the, far, the... so far. So yeah, far. I'm so leaving. Far. I, I think Iron Fist might have uh, a couple of tricks up his sleeve called his fist. No, I mean, I think Iron Fist has the potential to be extremely good. Cause, um, let's hope. Well, let's hope that they don't do a show called Iron Fist without making sure they've got pretty good fight choreography. Yeah. Um, you know, he is in, in the comics, he's a better fighter than Matt. So um, it would make sense from a story point of view if his, if his hallway fight was better. Yeah. Um, or his other fights. Maybe not the hallway moment. Maybe they'll leave Daredevil with that crown. But I think, because I think both Daredevil's hallway fights have been incredible. <laughs> like, they've been breathtaking. Um, so yeah. there was that. There was the glowing fist, which got such big cheers. And the bright. Yeah, so the Iron spiders. Fist is confirmed. Um, which yeah, didn't get Bride cheers. of Nine Spiders. I thought it could also. Well, as you said, most of the people there were probably. Yeah. To, and. I didn't notice it when I was there. It was only on rewatches that I was like, oh, oh, is that where we're going? You know, because you can't take everything in. That being said, it could also be... could also be a crane assassin. But it is yeah, looking it, to be yeah. likely to be the Bride of Nine Spiders because um, of Matt Fraction. Did he come in? David Aha, the artist, said, did you all spot the Bride of Nine Spiders in the trailer? So. Yeah. So there's a good chance. Um, and some of the stuff. He could be messing clips, with us. But. He could be, and some, but some of the stuff from the clips kind of backs up that that might be a way they go at some point. Um, we got to see him in some sort of black outfit. We got to see him in a few different outfits actually. Um, we got to see some monks. We got to see him meditating yeah. on a sofa, <laughs> quite a lot. A hallway um, fight, but basically, see, I like the trailer. But the trailer essentially exists for three reasons. Hey, look, here's the glowing fist. Hey, look, there's the dragon tattoo, and or brand. Yeah. And hey, look, it's a hallway fight, and yeah. that's like. But it's a teaser trailer, asking, and that's probably yeah. They're, they're, they're the three questions people. Well, they're two of the questions people have been asking, followed with a bit of action yeah. to show you're getting the fighting. So for that reason, like, I don't think it's as good as the like Daredevil teasers. But I don't think anything can top that first, like, some of the first Daredevil teasers were amazing. 
I think I, I think Daredevils has the benefit of being like Daredevils, the one that sort of set the stage for all of these. So like to some extent, these are all borrowing off Daredevil. Yeah, essentially all the ones afterwards have been. This is where we're different from Daredevil as well. Exactly, it's um, like Daredevil's the template. Yeah, and, that, and then they're changing it for each year. But also, Daredevil has the has a benefit of that kind of. He does have that kind of dark, brooding kind of sense. Of, not him personally, the whole show. So yeah. like when they showed that blood dripping from his mouth, you know, like dripping from him in, after yeah. that fight, it was just. They, there's so much they can do with that just slowness. It's I like was they, I was you know, like, blown away. Yeah. Like as a long time Daredevil fan, that just completely blew me away. The well, I have but, to say, I hated the first Luke Cage trailer. Like, really didn't like it. And it was only when the second one came out that I was like, right, now I'm ready for Luke Cage. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not... And I didn't... I mean... I, it's, it, so, I, I don't think the teaser trailers do one thing, which is go, yes, yes, dragon, glowy fist. We're definitely going... Like, we're definitely going mystical Marvel here. We're not going to yeah. just make him good at punching. Um, and... Here's a bit of him, you know, in a few different outfits, and here's a fight. It's Speaking of the uh, Iron Fist itself, looks really good. I think so, yeah. Looks reminiscent of Mr. Andrew's living weapon, the sort of see-through yeah. a bit. Um, but what got me more excited for the show, this is actually the point where I'm like, this show will be good. Like, I, like there's there was a sketch... Uh, it was the artist doing the sketches for the Iron Fist reprint, mm-hmm. the cover. Yeah. And because I somehow I got a link to that before it went public, so I got a link to this before I saw the trailer, and that's when I saw the dragon tattoo. Right. Iron Fist looks like if Bruce Lee and Garfunkel had a child. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And the Chinatown, and I was blown away. I'm like, this is awesome. You get the tattoo, and I was completely sold when I saw that. I'll put the I th- I had link in the show notes. I concerns about the, uh, the tattoo. I was like, please yeah. have it. Please have a dragon. Yeah, because uh, after, after the thing that is the Ultimate Spider-Man show mm-hmm. with Ultimate Iron Fist, then yeah. So yeah, that's honest, the trailer. Have you, have, you, have you seen it? Have you seen the the Chester brand in the latest run of comics? The what? In the in current run of comics, I haven't seen it. Yeah, but he hasn't. He's never been bare chested. So bare chested in the first issue. Uh yeah, that was like a that that wasn't like a full shot though. I think that was more of a kerfuffle because let's face it, the art was uh. Maybe I'm just saying that I'm I'm still looking for I I think it will be there but I'm looking forward to I think it's in one of the the letters pages I think somebody asked him like where's the tattoo and David Walker said hey the art's not up to me like kind of yeah so, pretty much so we'll see yeah so do you have anything else to add about the trailer I think that's all I can remember about the trailer um obviously it showed Colleen it showed yeah showed the others but I think they were, I think you're right it was a it was a this is what we're, we're just answering the questions that people have been asking and yeah. giving people and Colleen is, about it, a little hint. Colleen is looking really good as well, so... She looks so good. We'll get back to that in the clips, though. Yeah, so, okay, Colleen. now I'm going to drop my spoiler warning. So if you don't want any spoilers for the show at all, then just stop listening now. We've The, the clips are the very last thing we're going to be covering, so there's nothing else to add. So, yeah, but if you don't mind, they're pretty minor spoilers. One of them, I think, is like, eh, but we'll give another warning before that one. 
Mm-hmm. We'll do that. But this is a warning for all the minor spoilers, like yeah. minor scenes from the show. So yeah, heads up. All right. All right. So we'll do them mostly in order, but leave the Harold Meacham one till. Yeah, the Harold Meacham one is the spoilerific one. Yeah. Um, or as I said to you nicely, it's the one that gives you all the information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice the other way of putting it. Um, so the first one we saw is the, what happens before the hallway fight. So you get, um, our favorite hippie Danny in his hippie clothes and barefoot going into the office of Rand Enterprises. So there's your first tiny. It's not Rand Core. It's not Rand Meacham. It's Rand Enterprises. Uh, and asking to speak to Harold, um, and getting kind of the exact response you'd expect from someone in a snotty office building to someone who's coming in barefoot and looking like a homeless guy. Um, and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he goes to wait, and then he sees this big digital display table, and it's got the story of how Rand Enterprises was formed, and it's got, and he sees his dad, and he sees Harold Meacham. So you get the pictures of them there. He doesn't really go into any of the story. It's just kind of corporate blurb of these these friends did this and that. And then at the same time, security guards come to escort Danny from the building and kick him out. And then you're like, oh, that was a bit of a boring clip. And then Danny comes straight back in. And this time the security guards try to stop him again. But he's just this very quiet fight. So it's not disturbing everyone in the whole building, but it's just kind of, I'm taking you out. And it it was much more exciting to me than the hallway fight. Because um, he's just like dropping guys, but with very little effort. And then he actually calls the lift by doing a backward kick. Or elevator, I should translate, I guess. Um, <laughs> which I just thought was amazing. And then, so that's that one. And you didn't really see much of that. That was him, the end of that one. Actually, it's not the start of the hallway fight. What am I talking about? It's another little mini hallway fight. Because the oh. hallway fight comes later. Um, then what did we see? When was the clip? With the, well, there was a clip of the hallway fight where you see just more of what they show in the trailer. And... Um, you and Jeff Loeb said afterwards that um, it, the scene carries on with Danny jumping on top of the lift. So, so it does look like I will point out here. It does. We've always wanted that third issue of Iron Fist adapted. All the crazy traps. Maybe yeah. they are going to go that way and have him fight up the skyscraper. So I think yeah. that would be really cool. That would be. It'd be it would be fun actually. So, yeah, so apparently he's going to jump on top of a lift and carry the fight on. His hallway fight will be multiple levels. And it sound, uh, yeah, it sounds like the building. Obviously, there probably won't be exploding stairs, but... No, but it'd be cool if there were. So yeah. what, then we saw a clip of him going into a restaurant where Joy and Ward were having dinner, talking about boring financial stuff. Danny kind of comes in and they're like, hey, Danny... Well, not friend, not in that, not in a friendly manner. That's yeah. how I would say it. They're like, "Hey, Danny, what do you want?" Um, yeah. Ward says, "I don't know why you keep thinking that I see you as a brother because I don't." So they're they're pretty. You can tell they've already met and there's already been some bad blood there. And Danny's talking about, "I just want what my dad wanted for me," and he says, "I've got Hogarth on my side now," which is the first. I mean, like. 
On IMDb, she's listed for one episode of Iron Fist, but I think this is our first confirmation she's going to be in it a lot more. Um, yeah, and, and she's representing Danny as well, which is interesting and because she's representing Danny. Like in the comics, Jerry, Jaren, gender bending craziness. <laughs> They're both bad people. I think well, Jaren Hogarth gets better, but Jerry Hogarth, she's. I think she's a bad person. Yeah, I think in the comics he's more of a sort of bumbling idiot who's got that kind of... Like, everything bad about him is exactly what you imagine a corporate lawyer would be bad about. He's ruthless early on. Yeah, but that's how I imagine corporate lawyers are. That's true. I mean, like, there's nothing evil about him. There is that great bit where Luke tells him off for, like, uh, booking Heroes for Hire instead of Nightwing Restorations. Which is one of my yeah. favourite of his moments, where he's like, "You made Danny like play off his, you played him off against his girl. That's wrong." Like, <laughs> Danny has a little strop about that, so which is very, very sweet. But like, it's always my, um, my example of how Jaren can be a bit of a dick. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. But I would just see him as ruthless business rather than like nasty. Like you'd never want to see him as the bad. Like he, but in, in Jessica Jones, she's pretty bad. So it's going to be interesting to see how she interacts with, like, Danny. Um, yeah. Because uh, I'm not sure how... I, I think that's going to be one of the fun things, is, like, they really are going to show us that kind of business world and mm. how how Danny's Definitely. going to have to deal with that. But that's got a big cheer. That Hogarth's going to be in it. And maybe we'll... I don't know who, maybe we'll get to see Foggy again. Now he works for Hogarth, apparently. Maybe. Um, if that goes through. So maybe Matt will be the other lawyer, but I doubt it. He's yeah. very much criminal. Um, yeah. Who knows? You can't just have Matt shot because he's a lawyer. Like, he is specifically a criminal yeah. defence lawyer. We could have Marcy or yeah. someone. No, she's yeah. the same law firm. Same law firm, can't. Well, Foggy's in Hogarth's law firm Yeah, yeah, now. so we can't have him. Well, we could see him helping Hogarth. We could we, see him, yeah. Well, so yeah, so we have. There's, there's definitely. We will possibly. We will obviously get the Meacham's lawyer. It'll be interesting to see who that is. But um, that's another possible. I hope it's Master Khan, just with his full getup. <laughs> He's just sitting at like a lawyer table. That would be awesome, but you will <laughs> never know if it is, because he won't yeah. say it. It's hi, unless he says hi. I'm Mr. Khan, and we all go yeah. Um, yeah. Or maybe his name would be D.W. Um, and I'll get very upset for poor Luke, having lost his best friend. Uh, this yeah. is Danny. Um, what other ones? Oh, Colleen. Uh, the Colleen clip was her in a cage match against two guys. Oh, I should probably point out, in the hallway fight, there is definitely a breaking bone. Like, Danny definitely breaks an arm. Yes. And that's good. important because there's another breaking bone in Colleen's fight. Although I'd say... How is the hallway fight right now stacking up to the dead of hallway fights? Uh, so far, from what I saw, it did not excite me as much as the Daredevil fights. Okay. But I don't think but we... But we, we didn't see the full fight, so... We didn't see, we didn't see it get up to a glowing fist either. Okay. So, um, and I'm pretty sure the clip we got was to... Sh- I mean, they had only wrapped the morning of New York Comic Con panel. Yeah. So, which is why none of the cast had seen the clips. But there's going to be a hell of a lot of post-production and stuff they have to add to stuff. So yeah. I'm guessing all the clips we saw were chosen very carefully for what they, they they had finished. Yeah. But yeah, the hallway fight was kind of yeah he can do he can do martial arts. It it's yeah. pretty much what you saw in the trailer, but a little bit longer with the and 
we got to hear the broken arm and um, a little bit more. But uh, like I said, the one downstairs when he was like getting to the lift was more cool to me because it, it just showed like almost no effort on his. It was like almost like you know when yeah. you watch when we're watching Luke punching people and he barely has to move. And and same with yeah. Jessica. It was kind of like that, but the martial arts version. So it was just really quiet and smooth. Yeah. And it was like the rest of the building didn't even notice it was so quiet. Unlike yeah. the punch out, and there was something very appealing to me about that, rather than the hallway yeah. fight. But I I think the like I said, I think the hallway fights have potential. But Colin taking out these two cage the two cage fight guys, and she's little and she's in kind of a off white outfit. Um. Not with the sword. This is all bare fist. Um, it looks like the... Because it was a bit in the trail, wasn't it? It's yeah, like a white yeah. outfit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, there's certainly blood, because she wipes a hand off blood at some point. It all goes down the outfit. Um, yeah. it, it really looks like a, a full-on sort of night fighting cage fight kind of club. Yeah. Because it's like people are outside watching and taking bets and things like that. Um, yeah. But she takes out the guys, of course, and she's amazing. Yeah. And cool. She's amazing, but but she doesn't have to be with Danny. Um, I think <laughs> I don't think there are any other clips. Have I forgotten any? Um, any. no, I think that's it. So let's so, drop our big spoiler bomb now. For yeah. it's, I guess it's a specific spoiler about something changed in Iron Fist's origin, which is relevant to other Netflix shows. So that's yeah, the, that's one. Yeah. And it's just it's, it's there's gonna this is where the changes from the comics get dropped. Um, yeah. So turn so, yeah. off now if you don't want to hear. Um, this one is Harold Meacham sitting by Danny's bedside, where Danny is chained, which is we saw in the previous teaser. Um, yeah. But this time we have Harold sitting next to him. So we don't know if Harold's in a wheelchair or not. Um, we just know he's sitting down. And yeah. I love David Wenham. <laughs> and he was creepy as hell. <laughs> like, I would put him on par with Purple Man, David Tennant. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive, because part of what's creepy about the Purple Man is you know what his power is. Yeah. And... Unless they've done anything crazy, which I don't think they will have, <laughs> Meacham has no powers. So, yeah. Um, and he's sitting there, and he's just—he's talking in one of those really soft kind of, "Oh, Danny, I'm doing this all for your own good" kind of voices, and sort of saying things. Well, he starts off by saying things. Like, oh, do you remember that song I used to sing to you? You always hated it. Starts singing "Danny Boy." Yeah. In the creepiest rendition possible ever. And then starts saying, oh, but I thought you were dead, and, you know, what happened? And he's obviously, he's trying to get information out of Danny, and Danny isn't giving him, he's, he's telling him, but not entirely telling him. So here we go. Danny says he was in the monastery of the Order of the Crane Mother. In First Colorado. change. <laughs> yeah, because, like, when he said that, there was then a break, and, like, Harold's like, asking him more about it, and he's like, where is that? And I was like, oh, God, please have kept Kunlun. <laughs> like, I'll cry if you say it was, like, in Tibet. <laughs> or something like, or, you know, like, or just say, yeah. oh, you know, to try. Because that's another sign that we're, we're staying mystical, for me. It's like, they yeah. could have changed it, but they didn't. No, he's, it's definitely in Kunlun. Um, but there's your first change. Then he said he became a, he was trained and he became a warrior. And said some other stuff, but that was the sort of, 
the sort of key of what he was saying is that he'd become yeah. this warrior. Um, Do you immortal- say anything about the Iron Fist or yeah, the dragon? Yeah, he said the Immortal Iron... No, he didn't say anything about the actual punching a dragon kind of ceremony. Okay. But he said he became the Immortal Iron Fist, sworn enemy of the hand. Yeah. That's the second big that's thing. A, that's so, kind of a big deal. Is there anything else? Yep. Then he said... Then Harold talked a bit more about the hand, and he said, well, what is the hand? Well, he didn't say what is the hand, but he's like going... What do you mean, Swan? And he's like, so you can defeat this hand. And he said, I'm the only one that can defeat it. And yeah. there's another big change. And... Oh, he mentioned the uh, seven cities. That Kunlun which was is one good. of the seven cities, yeah. Which is why Pride of the Nine Spiders could be yeah. in there. Okay, um, so let's, let's rewind then. First change. Temple of the Crane. Order of the Crane Mother. Big change. Crane Mother yeah. is bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, I'm very interested to see where they go with that. Because, yeah, yeah. the Crane Mother have been up to anything good. And she is creepy. She looks really creepy. So... Um, and brings Davos into it as Steel Serpent rather than as Davos as well. Um, yeah. Which would be interesting. If that was is in it, we don't have confirmation yet. No, oh, wait. we just have my the sneaky IMD being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know. That was pretty funny. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I looked at IMDb a while ago, and um, we have Zhu Cheng this cast, and we know he's one of the buddies, um, which makes sense. But um, he is, isn't he? Um, he's the, the guy. That, yeah, he's the guy that goes around killing Iron Fists. Yeah. For the Dragon Kings. Yes. Um, so there's oh, he was working for the Dragon King? I think so, isn't he? Oh, or maybe God, I'm wrong. Like, I thought he was. No, no, you might be right. Dragon Kings have always been like in a weird place in canon. Like They're just not really doing anything, but they're there, and they seem important. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they, uh, I'm going to... I'm um, I'm having a quick look, see if I can find out. But I don't, I don't want to get things wrong, but I probably have. Um, so... Yeah, so it's the Crane Mother, so that obviously brings a few things into question. Like, the first thing is, is Lei Kun still going to be teaching him? Is he still in, like, the city of Kunlun? Is... Well, actually, you said the temple was in the city of Kunlun, didn't you? Uh, yeah, the monastery. It's a mo- it definitely okay, says so... a monastery, which is why I'm saying he hasn't... I mean, if their monasteries work anything like our monasteries, he hasn't been having one-night stands. But... Is, there, is there, like... So is Lei Kun teaching him... Are they going to do the UT is his uncle thing? Yeah, I don't then, really know. It's kind of and crazy. then we got the the big one, sworn enemy of the hand. So, and then him being the only one able to destroy the hand. Now the hand haven't been destroyed in the comics yet. They've had a couple of major setbacks, but generally it's Daredevil or Elektra, and they're at the top of the hands poop list. So you know it'll be interesting bringing Iron Fist into the mix, especially changing that integral core part of his origin to make the Iron Fist a sworn enemy of the Hand. Yeah, yeah. It's kind that of means the Hand's been around for a while. It's definitely tying things up. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. Is it just like, oh, they're, they're martial arts bad guys and he's a martial arts good guy, so let's no, tie him? No, I'm, I'm guessing that they're going with the the demon bit of the hand is the only bit that Danny can take out 
and the rest of the hand everyone else can. So it's like they can like, all guess... take out the hand, and then he has to come and do the the Iron Fist has some specific. Well, the other thing is like you know, Iron Fist mythology is Chinese. Yeah. Hand is Japanese. Yeah. Are they gonna? I really hope they're gonna distinguish like a difference between the two. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. I, who knows? I, I yeah. that that one worries me probably more than others. I've just looked up Zhu Cheng. He kills those who call themselves the Iron Fist, so his master, the Chi Lin, could try and devour the egg of the dragon. Chi Lin, what were they again? And he's the demon. Oh God! Sorry, I'm not going to pay attention to what the cats are doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a very different story. So yeah, so that's. I mean, I, I'm still. Even from the minute that was said in the Harold Meacham bit in the clip, I still don't know how I feel about it. Like we're what? Yeah, if, two if and a half weeks you later? heard our first recording, because that was the first time I heard it, and yeah. I was just speechless. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know yeah, what to do. I was and like, like, whoa! Okay. I didn't expect this. I mean, and it's one of those things. It's like you know when I said we've got to get used to changes, and we do, and I have to assume they've done it to make it more understandable to people who haven't read the comics. Because, this doesn't seem like that. Uh, well, I think I don't know because, like, when I first read the comics, yeah. I got—I mean, look—I still made a mistake over who Zhu Chang was and the Dragon Lords, and like, you know, like we're yeah. all like, um, there's a lot of like stuff in those early comics. I mean, I do yeah. not at all get how the Order of the Crane Mother can at all be in charge of training the Iron Fist. Like, it, yeah, it that, messes that's with really my confusing. mind. <laughs> but like, um. And 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 it's weird because I think if I knew some of the other characters as well as I know Iron Fist, would I have the same reaction? And I, I don't yeah. understand how you're right. I don't understand how the Iron Fist can be the sworn enemy of the Hand. Yeah, unless unless like at some point when Japan was invading China, right? The, that right. like the Hand, or unless that. Oh, see, I don't know. It's like and the other thing is like it's changes origin so much, and what I don't like when they do is when they make multiple characters origins integral yeah well, integrally like tied together it's just i don't know i mean the thing is we don't know how much it's i mean we know it's changed the uh, the iron fist bit of his origin we don't know how much it's changed because like he could go to like this monastery iron fist. no but he could go to this yeah. monastery he could train with um Kung. he could train with um with davos um he could still be chosen to do the ceremony of the iron fist he could still a dragon's ass. He could still plunge his hands into, you know, like there could still be a lot of his origin there. It's just, it's I guess the thing is that we've lost. I think the thing is, the Iron Fist already has a lot of duties, and the Iron Fist already has a lot of enemies. Do we need to make the hand the main bad guys? Because in case we forget, De- one of Daredevil's main bad guys is the hand. Yeah, but I think it's pro- that's probably because they're going to deal with the hand in the defenders. I think it's the biggest clue that the defenders are going to be And then it's like, are, are you just blowing your word on the whole meaning of the Iron Fist just for the defenders? Well, no, I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that having Zu there as a baddie will show he's got other enemies. Because they have said he's going to have the most baddies of any of the Defenders series. Yeah, I just, um, I just don't think he should be like the sworn, you know, he's the chosen one to destroy the hand because... You know, like, well, do, do the chase one, know about him? Yeah, but what do also, they think? But also, if it was true, I mean, if the if the immortal Iron Fist was the sworn enemy of the Hand and the only person who could defeat them, then why are they not already dead? It also implies that... I mean, like, uh, because, 
you know, unless, every, you know, like, why aren't they already gone? Well, it also implies that the title of Iron Fist and the Iron Fists started in reaction to the existence of the Hand. Possibly. But it's, I mean, well, I or, can't, why would the, yeah. There is, there is another, another alternative we should, we should, doesn't, I mean, mm. Danny could have not been telling the truth, but it seems like a very specific lie to tell. Yeah. Just there's also throwing the fact it that out maybe, there. He was talking to Harold yeah. and Jimmy was being a bit creepy. Or maybe the hand that's got on Conlon's poop list recently. I don't know. Look, either way, as Finn Jones himself said, apparently like yeah. wait and watch the show to see what's happening. But I, I think so. I think having the I think the monastery of the Crane Mother one doesn't bother me as much. Because no, I, it I can see ways because they could do it. Because that's in Iron Fist mythos. Yeah, and they could do it. It's in his mythos, not it's still, it's another still, character. I mean, I was just glad they meant, they then mentioned Kunlun and then mentioned the uh, Eternal Cities. It's and like, he well, actually what if, said the immortal Iron Fist, not just, oh, I became Iron Fist. So we know there's aspects of, that are staying. I mean, it's just kind of like... Um, just Let me try and think of an example. I don't know, it's like kind of like, well, what if, like, you know, one of Martian Manhunter's villains blew up Krypton, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just changing something so far back in the story, like, okay, they've changed it so Brainiac's blown up Krypton, but that's a bit different. I mean, it does, I mean, it does just, smack of it just happening because the Defenders is coming up. And that's what I don't like, is like, you don't change a character's inherent origin. You can make it so that he's sent after the hand specifically, but, I don't know. I guess we'll just wait and see. People, yeah. please send in what you think. Please do. Yeah. Because I'll be very interested to hear other people's opinions. I mean, I think I one of the things, I, well, I think one of the things we talked about last time was that um, in Shadowland, Danny did, like, is the one that knocked Daredevil out of it, at least? Yes, but he wasn't the one that defeated. No, the, no. Uh, did the exorcism punch, then Electra came in and did it? Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, there is, there is at least, he's got a history yes, he in has. the comics with, with the hand. Well, and if you remember in the Wolverine Iron Fist crossover, the hand went off and stole Iron Fist's yeah. Dragon G, and Iron Fist tracked them down to uh, Japan to, well, get it back and kill the guy. So yeah. he, he does have history, and he is in, like, I think he's in, like, the top five list of the hands. Hopeless, like they yeah. want to kill him in the comics. I think he's only below Daredevil and Electra and maybe Wolverine. I don't know. Um, so he definitely yeah, has a history with them. They hate there. each other. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't mm. know. Yeah, so I think I, just, I think we just have to see what they're going to do with it, but but start preparing ourselves for some. Big There's only so much speculation you can do as well. With there this, is because, because like this is from else. a. At most three minute clip, if that. Yeah. Probably not. Probably like two minutes. Yeah. Um, so, and it's someone who's chained to a bed giving information. And I'm not saying he's lying, but like, um. Yeah. He may not be giving the full story. Danny himself might not have been given the full story. I right. mean, we know that that's happened. Yeah. So. Many times. But yeah. he didn't mention, he didn't mention plant people coming to kill him, which was very sad. <laughs> God, no. But no, yeah. so I was going to say What we were talking about before with the IMDB thing Was like, so we know we've got Zhu Chang But um, in the IMDB list If you go past all the actors to the stunt people There are like stunt doubles listed For Davos and uh, yeah. Various actors who haven't officially been cast yet 
So, um, who could be playing Leikung or all sorts of other people. Because they all have very, very impressive martial arts reels. So, uh, yeah. and, and Jeff Loeb has said that Iron Fist has the most baddies of any of the... Which isn't really that many baddies, because, like, Daredevil's only had a couple, really. Um, yeah. Jessica only had Purple Man, and Luke's only had two. Maybe three. Yeah. Push it. So, I mean, like, saying he's going to have the most isn't saying all that much, but um, we should allow ourselves... For, we the most in, like, one show, yeah. Yeah, that's what they meant. Maybe. Sorry, the most in one show. Because um, <clears throat> we know he's got at least one of the Meachums, if not all three. Um, and we know he's got Zucheng, so there's already two. So he needs yeah. a couple more to really push that up a bit. Yeah. Hmm. And that was the panel. And then, yeah. no, you know, we're not going to oh, talk yeah, about this there was, the panel, but... Oh, yeah, There sorry. was a punish yeah. thing that we already there talked about. There was a punish thing, and Sigourney Weaver's going to be the baddie for the day that was... Oh yeah, we should mention that uh, Sigourney Weaver is the bad guy for the defenders. Yeah. So and yeah, we have no to idea who it is. <laughs> on stage, which was yeah. Still, my friend is thanking me for the two a.m. wake up for that. I don't. Yeah, I still have no idea who Sigourney Weaver is going to play in the defenders. No, I, um, I'm, it's not going to be I'm, CGI monster. I've, I'm, I think I'm fine now. Spending my build up to Iron Fist, and then I'll worry about the defenders. I'm not worried about it. No, I'm no, but you know what I mean. I'll, then I'll. I don't. I have no idea. I, I have no yeah. idea why people are speculating Mephisto. I have <laughs> no idea why people are being like. She could very well be the beastie bit of the hand. Um, mm. Who knows? Yeah. But I'm fairly sure the hand's going to be in the defenders. Well, I mean, it's pretty much confirmed. Well, yeah. I think exactly. it is confirmed. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. The Defenders preview, the Defenders teaser thing was just an outstretched hand. Um, Stick was talking to the wall, you know, saying they couldn't save themselves. So, yeah, I think everyone was pretty, I mean, I think it's all but confirmed that it's going to be the hand. Yeah. So, um, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. She could be so many people, because you're right, it could be CGI, it could not be CGI. At this point, she could just be a banker. And, like, Marvel would yeah. probably still make it work somehow. Yeah. But that was pretty cool. And and they... St- uh, yeah, that, it was pretty cool. That got a massive cheer, obviously, because people were not expecting that kind of information. Yeah. So I was just looking at the end of Shadowland here. Mm. And uh, Iron Fist does the cheat punch. And then Electra goes into Matt's subconscious or something and essentially tells him to metaphorically kill himself. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And that's how Matt breaks out of it, and he breaks out of it himself. And yeah. so I guess all three of them destroy the yeah. hand. It's like a big super friend team up. Which is something like what the Defenders is going to be. <laughs> what a song! Well, and like, yeah. like, it just sort of just. St- Wait, is he even there? No, I don't think he is. Um, can't. Oh, yeah, no, he's there. He's around. And Shang-Chi. Mm. Yeah. And Spider-Man. Ah, that's another conversation. So, yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. Do you have anything else to add? Not that I can think of. All right, well, until next time, may your fists become onto a thing of iron. Take care. All right, see ya. Bye. 
Doomfist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney, and any music or images we use belong to their respective copyright holders, and we do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, send us anything you want, really, even if it's not about Iron Fist. Um, and if you don't want it read it on the air, just mention that. Um, you can also reach us at Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon with hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search Iron Fist Podcast on YouTube and you'll find us real quick. And then there's our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. We are also on iTunes. Feel free to rate us there. If you rate us less than five stars, well, just tell us what we're doing wrong and we'll try and improve that. And last but not least, we are on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And thanks to Thomas Tissot for the theme song at the start. And thanks. <laughs>